The unstoppable spirit lives inside all of us. Don't let the unknown hold yours back. First Horizon can help you prepare for what's next, even when you can't see it coming. Visit firsthorizon.com slash unstoppable to learn how unstoppable starts here. And let me say real quick, too, because... And I, I'm pretty sure not one person struggling with this because I've been telling myself as I get older, I need to get more politically educated. But I just, I can't take Trump seriously. I just know, I know I'm not going to vote for him, period. I mean, and that's, that's, I think that's a fair feeling. But I think, yeah, I think your first thought is important to like, okay, I still have to push through and learn and understand what's happening. And it's kind of sad that we're in a, we're in a day and a time where you have a president who is such an authoritarian that the only option you have is to vote for someone who seems like they're not the authoritarian. Welcome to the TMF Podcast, where we have too many feelings. I'm your host, T. Staples, and I'm joined today by... Miss Monroe, the one and only amazing. All right. <laughs> and who else we got? You already know what it is. You made man Freddie B checking in one time. Yes, yes, yes. Freddie B, Miss Monroe, how y'all doing? Listen... For all our listeners out there who don't know how we put this podcast together in the midst of a pandemic, let me be the first to tell you, we're bringing it all to you from the comforts of our homes. That's right. We're 100% remote. And if you feel this show, if you feel our show, send us a message. Our handles are in the description. We'd love to hear your feedback and let us know how you feel. And today... We've got a great episode for you, uh, political folks out there. And listen, for everybody, if you're an American, you need to be listening to this this show because we're going to talk about the debates. We're going to talk about, you know, we've got this election coming up. 2020's election is around the corner. Oh, around the corner. around the corner? Please. Well, no, I ain't trying to do this again. <laughs> I'm like, man, nigga, no. Not right. Hell <laughs> right, you, no. Right, I'm done this with this year. year. Yeah, we're going to do 2020 again. But the election is upon us. The election is upon us. You must go out and vote. So before we get into that, we have a little segment I like to call the Internet Never Lost. He is definitely going to be the next evil villain in the That's MCU, right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right. <laughs> and today, in today's attempt to navigate through the endless insanity of interconnectivity, we have a special Internet Never Lost segment from Freddie B. Take it away. All right, so y'all know LeBron, he just won his fourth championship with the L.A. Lakers. So, you know, he did it for Kobe. Kobe passed, unfortunately, um, and his daughter and, uh, and uh, some other people. But um, specifically speaking to the Lakers, he passed earlier this year. And so, you know, LeBron, he's very focused on bringing it home for Kobe. And so, obviously, anytime LeBron is going to win a championship, and every year people talk about, is he the GOAT? The GOAT, the GOAT, the GOAT, the GOAT conversation. And so, pretty much now, the GOAT conversation is between LeBron and Jordan. LeBron and Jordan. Who's the GOAT? Who's the GOAT? And so, that has taken over the internet once again. Uh, it's been so many different think pieces that come that have come out about LeBron and Jordan. Who's the GOAT? Jordan has six rings. LeBron has four rings. But Jordan has been to more finals than LeBron. So it's who's the GOAT? You know, and at the end of the day, me, if you ask me, I mean, we can have a, a long conversation about this. But if you ask me, Jordan is definitely still the GOAT because simply being Jordan highs are higher than LeBron. You know, it's it's close. Don't get me wrong. It's close. I say Jordan is 1A, LeBron is 1B, and then you have everybody else. And just to put it out there, Kobe is not in the GOAT discussion. Great player, but he's not in the GOAT discussion. It's LeBron or Jordan. Jordan is the GOAT. Jordan's highs are higher 
than LeBron. If you look at all the years that he didn't make the finals, so on and so forth, Jordan had some spectacular years. In the late 80s, his those years were spectacular, something that LeBron can't really touch. Now, on average, the average of them, I would probably maybe give it a hair to LeBron, but their lows are probably about equal. But Jordan's highs are just higher than LeBron. Jordan can literally take over a whole game, and he's done it more often. For example, it's a story about Steve Smith. Steve Smith, well, you know, he, I'm a Atlanta Hawks fan. He was a guard for the Hawks, and he he told a story about how Jordan counted down the points to him. Counted the points down at the beginning of the game. Went to him. I think he said like he just he made a shot and just said like forty four or whatever. I think it was something like that. But uh, you know you can. Uh, we, I think we, we we should definitely play that. We gonna play that. So what would you hear from Michael? Uh, you know everything. I mean from Michael. From I mean one time I know he started counting backwards. You know he said something like thirty eight and I didn't get it, Reggie. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he started saying thirty six. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. So he going backwards. But now if he get to zero, he got 40. But it was me and Michael has a lot of talks. So, hey, hey, five, four, three, <laughs> going down. And so you heard it right there. Like Jordan counts down the points that he's going to score. And he scores them all in one game. That's some insane, serious stuff from Jordan. LeBron ain't built like that. And LeBron didn't get that killer mentality until he went to the Heat. Jordan came into the league with that killer mentality. Had LeBron came into the league with the killer mentality from the jump, maybe we might be having a different GOAT conversation. But for right now, the GOAT is still for right now, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Wow. Wow. That's good, Freddie B. That's good. Who do you think is the GOAT? And is there really really room for only one GOAT? At the top? Yep. Uh, send us a message. Our handles are in the description. And let us know how you feel about that. Yes, yes. Hey, look, I'm definitely open. Definitely hopping my mentions or whatever. You know, we can have this discussion all day long. We can even get on a Facebook Live if somebody wants to. IG Live. We can do this. This has been Freddie B this week. And this edition of The Internet Never Lost. Never Lost. Catch y'all next time. All right. So now for today's big topic. Dun 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 dun. That's my news music. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Your news music sucks. What is the music from? Like the eighties? I mean, yeah, that's definitely sounds like eighties. I just did off the top of my head. Somebody have to compose that right now. Somebody gonna compose that. You gonna hear that? That's gonna be somebody's news intro. Watch, watch. Actually, nobody's gonna do that. Actually, nobody's going to do that. Yeah, no. So look, nobody's going to do that. We had the debates, you know, and tragic. You know, the, 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 you know, we had the presidential debate, the vice presidential debate, and there was supposed to be a second debate, but you know, it got canceled for <clears throat> Trump reasons. Um, and I want to know, you know, have you? First of all, did you did you guys get a chance to see the debates? Have you? Have you? Yeah, man, we we saw the vice president in in the two town halls in the first presidential debate. Yeah, we own it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, like I couldn't even make it through the the presidential debate. Really? Like was it it like was it frustrating? Yeah, like it was just childish. It's so childish. Mm -hmm. Like it was at one point. I think maybe like getting close to halfway through, the moderator was like, "Okay, I'm gonna need you guys to calm down." And Trump kept on kept trying to talk, and he was like, kind of. That's basically leaning more on him, like, "Hey, can you calm down?" And he like the little school kid move. Yeah, but he's doing it too. It was like <laughs> real. Both of y'all almost mm-hmm. eighty. Like this is ridiculous. Y'all too damn old. 
Mm-hmm. Freddie B, what was yeah. your, like, what was, do you have any like just outtakes from what you just what you saw, what you what you watched? I mean, did, were you able to get into it at all? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if we if we working our way through the debate, starting at the first debate, um, yes, the first debate was childish. It was a debate unlike we've ever seen, and 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 quite frankly, it was it was hilarious seeing people in the news, like on scene, like on reputable news programs calling it a shit show like and and I, and also with me i don't think i've ever seen a white person call something a shit show mm. like i saw that i was mm. like oh somebody white called it a shit show i was like hold on have i ever and i started thinking i was like i don't think i've ever heard a white person say oh that's a shit show mm. trump is a bully that's the thing like it's crazy to me the thing that blows me is that people don't know like how trump operates he's been in office for four years and even before that he was building up to this point. He's he's been who he's been. It's like you go into with a whole game plan to capitalize on his negative negative points, his downfall, so that you can prop yourself up, so you can look better, not get caught up into the mud slinging. They got he got caught up, and then the moderator was boo boo. He was a pushover. Yeah. He was like just a straight. I was I'm like get this fool, get but, him out of here. But but let's, but let's just let's just be honest. We saw uh, in the ta- the town hall. The lady moderated it, and the lady who was kind of like Savannah, Savannah, Savannah yeah, I feel like she, he was like just doing the same old Trump's. He's running her down too. And like, so, is, is is it is it a moderator issue or is it a, a fact that a lack of respect that Trump has for people? I think it's both. I mean, it's your job to moderate. You have to jump in there. You have, you know, what I'm saying, you have to bring order to it. That's the whole point of you being there. But also, it is Trump because Trump acts like a ten year old. What did you think about at the debates? some of the things that they spoke about. Was there anything that stuck out to you? And let's go back to, let's back up to the first presidential uh, debate for this year um, where Joe Biden and Trump were going head to head. Were there any things that they, they that stuck out to you in these debates that made you kind of think to yourself, Oh, okay. He's got a good point or the other guy has a good point. Or was it just more of them arguing back and forth and you just kind of feel like we weren't making any progress and understanding what policies they want to really implement? Um, I didn't feel like we got any progress. I just was like, you know, like as Freddie B said before, it was just a big shit show. And um and I and I think because I don't know. I wanna say I feel like Joe Biden is somewhat more prepared than Trump, but I feel like this debate made him kind of like equal to Trump in the fact that he was just so flustered that he really didn't say anything to me. In my opinion, he kind of talked in like those big talking points that like how Trump does. Yeah, we have this thing. It's going to be amazing. But he ain't really saying nothing. I felt like Joe Biden did that a lot. But I think it's because he was a little thrown off because of by Trump. Or is his thing more like we're going to move to New York. Everyone's moving. I'm moving. Actually, I'm right. already here. It's gonna be uh, you're not there yet, but you'll be here soon. We'll make sure we make a plan. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. huge. It'll be a party. <laughs> I'll throw a party. It'll be a bash. We, we do really good bashes. If you've seen, uh, if you've seen my bashes. record, yeah, yeah, our bashes yeah. are really big. They're, they're humongous. The blacks love them. The blacks <laughs> love them. Yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much how he is. And Joe Biden was kind of doing that that night. And I was like, oh, okay, I can see he's really getting to you. Yeah, and let's not forget who caused us to have to move. It was China. China. <laughs> China. Oh, that is like you can't like nobody. I, I'm surprised. Like even if you don't like Trump, like you can't tell me dude not funny. Like we got this virus and it came over from China, and he like it came right. from the China, China virus, and he like he just he just like people could like we can't stop saying China, but why would I stop saying it? Why why would, why would I stop calling it China virus? Because it came from where China. So from the from that first debate, then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say it sounds like that 
if we had, a, if we were all independent, could we have made a decision from that first debate? Absolutely uh, not. No. All right. I mean, all maybe right. our personality. Yeah. You, you get okay. So, so if we're all independent voters, we're trying to figure out which side we're gonna go. Uh, that first debate, that first debate really did not give us direction. No, what? I mean, like, only like I said, only in the sense that I'd have been like, okay, Trump is an asshole. I, I'm. If anything, I might have been like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna vote green. <laughs> like, like that so not even weird. purple. You are gonna yeah. vote green? You ain't even go between. You go green a whole nother. Well, you know, green is a party. I know, but I was, I was, I was being like, you know, red, blue, oh. purple, <laughs> in between, <laughs> oh. in between, took color. I, I went to the color wheel. I guess that was just too. Yeah, you're right. You can't have everybody voting because some green. people should be dumb when they vote. You know, green right. is a secondary color. Purple mm-hmm. is a secondary color. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, so let's go on to this this next debate. Then you got uh, Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. They get up into a. You know, they had the place of gas walls between them. Uh, had, what was the mod- do y'all know the moderator's name? I forget the lady's name. The no. moderator. Uh, I think she did a good job though. Uh, I watched. And she made it very clear after every statement. Yes, and this will be your allowed time to talk, and then we will move on to the other parts. Like she made it real clear. Like we're not about to have this and, up and the, in my right. debate. And the reason why I even <laughs> brought up earlier in the show uh, is it more the moderator or the person, and y'all both agreed on both. Because in, in, in the second debate, we we actually have, t- I mean, I would say Kamala Harris is a little bit more fiery as a person, but she's d- a decent person and a respecting person. And, it's, and Mike Pence is like trying to play the whole, you know, religious, like conservative role. Right. And so they seem to be more open to, you know, following rules. Even when they broke the rules, they broke them a little differently. They broke them sure and say, did. "Well, let's let's." I'm, but I really think this point is important uh, for the people. They talked about it being important for the people every time they broke the rule. You know, let me finish this because I think this is important. Whereas, you know, when Trump and, and Joe Biden was breaking the rules, they were just like just going, like it was like a motor just running and not stopping. I just feel like if it, if there wasn't no camera and it wasn't two podiums, like I thought they was going to start a fist fight. <laughs> like it was right. just that. Right, right. The first bit, it, it could have been, it could have gotten to two boys on the schoolyard. Right. Whereas this actually felt a little bit more civil. The second debate, uh, the vice presidential debate. I think that there was some opportunities to talk about what each side was going to do. And from that debate, what were you guys' thoughts on some of the things they talked about and how you felt about the debate? Were you able to get a sense of the type of leadership that they're going to bring if either one of them wins the, the, the ticket? Uh, Kamala, just she just seemed overall more knowledgeable. Like she actually, you know, bring up actual facts. You know, it wasn't just like these generalized statements, which is like, okay, if both the, you know, the actual presidential candidates are some jackasses, like, like, okay, cool. At least the, at least the VP got some sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I felt watching that. Um, Also, side note, you know, being a black woman, I was just like, gone, girl, because I could tell she wanted to like, you know, jump in there, like her little body language. I'm like, yes, girl. I was thinking that too. With the head snap, with the the facial expressions. I think there was was a bunch of memes talking about, you know, how you say something silently or something, like just Mm -hmm. showing her face in different angles. I I know, I know Miss Monroe was loving every minute. Hell yeah. I'm like, we gonna have somebody like that in the White Office? Yes, honey. Yes, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Not the White House, the White Office. (laughs) She can get in the house. (laughs) That's true. That's true. The white office—that's funny. So, so, so we know uh, the Biden Harris ticket getting getting your vote just off the strength of. Oh, not even no, that. It ain't strength of that. It's for other reasons. Y'all you know, want hijack? Look, I want hijack our discussion and switch it over to something else. But for totally other reasons other than that, that just helps support the reasons I already had. 
Okay, okay. okay. Uh <laughs> I mean as far as far as me for the VP debate, uh uh it it it, it was a throwback, I guess refreshing for some, a throwback to old debates where neither candidate answers the question. <laughs> like they ask questions and they start talking and you be like, Hold on, nigga, you ain't answer the question. They show I, I didn't get my answer. Mm-mm. Like so nobody really answered the question. It was but I I love seeing Kamala, you know, with those Kamala's rather. So, excuse me. Kamala that's Kamala, yeah, Kamala, yeah, Kamala with, Harris, yeah, with those I keep because I'm mean, I'm trying to think I saw it. It was like like comma. She said like comma then love. So Kamala, I love seeing those faces because I can relate. Obviously, being a black male, being around black women, I can relate to all those faces and even some of the phrases she was saying. She's like, oh, I'm glad you said that. She said that one time. I was like, oh, Pence, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know what you stepped in, bro. Right, right, right. You don't, you don't you don't ever ever in your life ever. Ever, 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 ever want to talk to a black woman and be having a debate with her, and then she starts to send us off with, "I'm glad you said that because that means for she your about, ass, <laughs> man. She about she about to pull some receipts out on your behind, yes, sir. Right. But mm-hmm. Pence, like people, I, like I find it amazing. People call Trump a racist, and it's all the focus on Trump. I guess in some regards, he's the president, so he gets most of the flack. But nobody is talking about the amazingly abundance of racism that Mike Pence exhibits. Mike Pence is that like because like like you said, he would keep going, be be quote unquote respectful, and that's how that's how they that's how like the races like him play it. They they're respectful while respectfully castigating you. So it's like you look at them. It's like you can't really say. It's like that. It's like that racism is happening, but you can't point out because then you point it out. It's like oh god. Miss my role, con- like what do you mean? Like calm down, like oh my god, right. Fred, like what, what you, like why are you? you? Right, it's like Fred, why? Like what do you mean? Like you this, you know this nothing happened. It's like we're, no, we're, like we're talking uh, peel level, get out level racism. Right, exactly. So and, and and do you consider because one of the things that I saw on on the internet, you know, interwebs as I surfed the, the interwebs, I I saw people saying that they feel like watching the vice presidential debate, like they were really making. A decision more or less for the president through this debate more so than they were through the actual presidential debate one mm-hmm. because the, both of the people are like you know super old everybody's past 75 and then the other thing because like these people seem like the more sensible knowledgeable like policy type people Do you, did y'all get a sense of that like like okay yeah. i could really make a better decision looking at this debate then I could. Yeah, I, the I, could I could i could definitely see people thinking that you know because both the presidential candidates will you know whoever is elected will be the oldest uh, elected president ever. And so, you know, with the coronavirus, whereas Mm -hmm. people who are older are susceptible to the virus. Uh Oh, but Trump made it though. Trump made it. He made it. Uh, It's left up to Joe now. Joe got, Joe ain't made it through. Joe ain't hitting it. Well, you know, I mean, so it's possible. I mean, like with the virus, it's not like, that's the thing. Like also, I mean, yeah, you want to protect yourself. You want to wear your mask. You want to socially distance. But I think people, some people blow it, like make it sound like it's a death sentence. But it's not a death sentence. Right. But at the same time, we also talk about the president of the United States and the potential, right. the potentiality that one of them could pass from any number of illnesses that affect mm-hmm. people in their upper age range like that. Right. And, right. and so with me, like that, it does make me nervous. Like when I heard that Trump had it, it made me nervous. And even with Biden, it's like, OK, did, did, could Biden have gotten nervous. it? I was nervous. I was praying. Oh, Lord. She's, are you praying? I, I, oh, like me, to get I, oh, OK. Two two things I would never wish on nobody. I would never be happy about is jail and death. I never never do that. So that I mean that's just me. It don't matter. It don't matter who it is. It could be David Duke. 
I'm like, I'm not gonna pray that hope that he die. But what about the devil? You know, I mean, huh? What about the devil? What about the devil? Does the does devil uh, get to get out of free jail card with you and the the, the, the survive from death card? I mean, I'm talking about a person. I'm talking about like a human being. You okay, name a celestial being. Okay, celestial being. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, but yeah. a person, you know. So I mean, it does. It doesn't matter who it is. I'm not. I'm not gonna wish death or prison on on anybody. You know, hey, because like, what about like, the Kool Aid man? Kool Aid man? What about the Kool Aid man? I, you know, Kool Aid man is uh, well. You know, I don't really like Kool Aid. I like juice. The dude but, who got you know, what's his name? Mike Jones, dude. The one in Mike Jones. He gave everybody the Kool Aid. Oh, you talking about Jim Jones? Uh, oh, Jim Jones, Jim, Jim Jones. Jones. I said Mike Jones. Jones. Was like, yeah. what? <laughs> Dang, I said the rapper name. Mike my bad, my bad, Mike yeah, Jones. Man. My bad, Mike man. Jim my Jones. Bad, I mean, no, no, not not even not. Even, and the reason why I wouldn't do that is because it's the same reason why people say like, "Oh, why are you judging?" Like, I don't. I'm not going to judge anybody because I don't have a heaven and hell. I'm not God. I don't have a heaven and hell to put anybody in. So then I'm not going to then take it to another step and then wish like wish different things that can take your mortality from you. Like that's that's another godlike thing. So if you're not gonna judge nobody, I don't have you shouldn't. Hell. That's why I pray and to the person that do. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Miss Miss Monroe, she 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 she'll snatch your breath from you. Not me. That but like, like I said, that's you know, just look me. Look here, look here, guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's your thing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just asking. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it crossed your mind. Maybe it didn't. Maybe he, he tripped over a rock died, and then come you know back. What I'm you know. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like all these people didn't die because them. They ain't have to die, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just saying, maybe you, you should put saying? it on your list. Consider it. Just think about it. You wouldn't wish that on anybody, but you do recognize the mortality or the the humanity in which they both live. That they're old and they could. You know, you could be potentially voting not just for your president, of course, in the sense of for Biden or for Trump, but in the sense of for Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, because they would be the ones stepping into if their predecessor was to yeah. leave. Yeah. And, and that's that's the thing that, you know, I think a lot of people are getting. And then, oh, real quick, bold prediction, Candace Owens versus Kamala Harris in a 2024 presidential election, provided that Biden and Kamala wins. That's a bold prediction right there. That's a very bold prediction. So listen, let's let's move this thing right along. Um, the same time frame where it was supposed to be a debate, they decided to do to hold a town hall, and they decided to hold them at the same time. So what it became was kind of like dueling town halls, where it, mm -hmm. it, it was essentially a debate without a debate. And they both held them in the same the same style, same fashion, where there is a host who would be a person who kind of facilitated questions from regular lay folks, just people out of the audience. And they would have questions coming from different uh, constituents who were for, against or either for them or against them or for Republican, Democrat and independent. And I feel like to me, this, the style of what these town halls were, I think we need to see that more often where people get to come and just ask questions and let's just see if they're going to just answer the question. And I, I really I really thought that this was better, a better showing for both for both candidates to really talk their stuff. What did y'all think? I didn't watch them. OK, so you didn't watch okay. them. So you don't have no hot takes on this. No, I don't. OK. All so, right, OK. So what what I say is I I enjoy the town hall style uh, debates and the you know the town hall style period. Um, me watching them, I like Biden's better. Mm -hmm. I like Biden's better um, because I got to feel like Biden answered went to, into depth with questions a little bit more than Trump. But that's what Trump does. Trump kind of uses uh, uh like 
souped up. Yeah, superlative type words, and he just said, we're doing great. It's doing wonderful, and but he doesn't really go into things and specifically talk to things. Um, I like Biden's better, but then I also like I like the the moderator. I like George Stephanopoulos better than Savannah Guthrie. Savannah Guthrie got like in back and forth with him. She got emotional in her feelings. You could tell like, okay, she probably voting for Biden. Uh, George was just sitting there, and he was just like, he'll press, boom. And then also, also what I like, when people ask questions, George would look, did that answer your question? He would ask them, did that answer your question? So then they can, so you can hear that respond. I think that's very great. I wish Savannah had done that when people, when people ask questions, Trump answered it. And then she, instead of her trying to hurt and hop in and attack him, like turn to the person, like, did he answer, did he answer your question? So they can reply, either say yes or no. And it's great for them to see like, nope, you said that. That's some BS. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to call y'all any BS. You didn't ask my question. So they can start to see like, oh, no, you're not as high up as you were. We need to, we need to get cut down some. And let me say real quick, too, because and I, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person struggling with this because I've been telling myself as I get older, I need to get more politically educated. But I just I can't take Trump seriously. I just know I know I'm not going to vote for him, period. <laughs> so and especially after that first debate, it's like why like why watch like what's the point and i know i shouldn't feel that way i know i should be more active but mm-hmm. just the fact that he's the candidate like if it was anybody else that i felt like i may be on the, a little bit on the fence about like you know mm-hmm. what I, I i'm i'm more on the democrat side but you know what the republicans is saying mm-hmm. certain things that kind of align with what i believe in let me hear him say more i already know vehemently i am not with trump at all <laughs> so it's kind of like a ugh, why am i wasting my time <laughs> I mean, and that's that's. I think that's a fair feeling, but I think, yeah, I think your first thought is important to like. Okay, I still have to push through and learn and understand what's happening. And I think the one thing that and I had to discuss this even with my mom because she's just so kind of similar to you, Miss Morrow, is that you know she's already made her decision. But I'm like, well, listen, uh, are you are you going to watch you know the town hall? Are you going to let's just see what is being presented as information? And it's kind of sad that we're in a we're in a day. In a time where you have a president who is such an authoritarian that the only option you have is to vote for someone who seems like they're not the authoritarian in that sense. But if you if you really look at the record of Joe Biden, I mean, I, I would put the whole the whole crime bill and probably like the top five, maybe top 10 things were worst worst things to help hold uh, black folks in America back. Oh, I would put that in like a top ten thing. I got but to say about that. But it's just it's just the fact that he's Trump is such an authoritarian and he's so outrageous and he's so big and bombastic that it's almost like it kind of pigeonholes you to whatever else is left, like the shit on the plate. Right. So, so and and then that too, because I totally get what people are saying, but what I fear is like how Freddie B was saying earlier, how Trump talks, he, he is emboldening, you know, emboldening racist. And also too, I fear if we don't get him out of office right now during the pandemic, while people are actually paying more attention than they normally would. If we get to four years later and things have kind of gone back to normal and he decides he don't want to leave the office, which I feel like if he wins another term, he's not going to do. I kind of like he's going to do that now, but I feel like it's going to be worse then. Um, I feel like that's why we have to get him out now. And then the whole Joe Biden thing, I'm on the fence about that because 
back in the 80s when, you know, we were in the, the, the 80s and 90s, whatever, when crack was like a really big issue in a lot of these black neighborhoods, a lot of black politicians were asking for these types of laws, too, because these neighborhoods were being decimated. And if you didn't grow up in a neighborhood where you had a bunch of drug dealers, like I know every time, I, you know, my granny's house is getting shot up. You know what I'm saying? Like and being in the house when that stuff was happening, like I was on board with some of that talk, too, as a kid. It's like, yeah, because I just want to be able to go outside and walk around and play and, and feel safe. You know what I'm saying? So, but nobody kind of, I think nobody really knew what the long-term effects of that was going to be. So uh, I kind of, I kind of don't, I, I knock him for it. Like if it was another candidate, then maybe that would be something on my fence. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Let me, let me check this other person out. Cause I know, I know Joe Biden was on, on this side, but at the same time, like you, like, like Thomas is saying, Trump is just so, such much, so much of authoritarian. And I feel like he's really going to just try to, basically because he he already said that he likes all these other dictators from other countries i feel like he's trying to do the same thing i just want to get him out you know what i'm saying and in the next four years we can get the, the raggedy motherfuckers out too because they're gonna be right i'm not really for joe anyways but it's kind of like a kind of like with hillary like i guess i'm with her how that whole thing was it's kind of like that with you like I'm, i guess i'm with you because i'm not definitely not with trump <laughs> i mean that 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 94 crime bill he actually talked about it in the in the town hall and he said like oh it wasn't good based on how it was constructed and then but then the thing is is what joe does he likes to he likes to do the like i got a black friend thing he does yeah. that a lot yeah he does that yeah. i gotta and and that's the part that really like like bristles me because the thing is is i understand the two types of races i understand the southern races i understand the northern races they're they're two different people but they all drive towards the same cause just in different avenues. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of what he does embodies what the Northern races is. You know, they doing stuff behind the scenes. They doing like stuff to chip away at your being. And so, so Biden talks about a 94 crime bill. A lot of black people supported a lot of black politicians supported it. I also know that, you know, a lot of black politicians are in the pocket. We're in the pocket, even now in the pocket of more powerful white people to get stuff pushed across. And then we talk about crack. Oh my God, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But yeah, you think about what was going on in black neighborhoods, the Harlem Renaissance, Harlem. I live in Harlem, Harlem Renaissance, Strivers Row, black millionaires, black people were coming up cotton club in Harlem, black people were doing their thing. 80s came, they had to drop crack in because you got to stop black, black excellence. You can't let it just keep going because it, because we would have took over and then we wouldn't have been we wouldn't have been in the minority. You look at the black population, black population stopped at 14. We've, we're still 14 percent of the American population. We've been like that since the 80s. Since crack, since parent, Planned Parenthood proliferated in the neighborhoods. We've been stuck there since the 80s. Had that kept going, we would have probably been like 30% of the population, black millionaires everywhere, running stuff. Like, white people can't take that. Mm, mm, I got good. emotional just yet. I got too you, many yeah, feelings. You, I'm sorry, you, you guys. Did. Too you many got, feelings. Oh, you, God, got, you got geez. a lot of feelings, man. You got a lot of feelings, man. Ooh, and, shoot. And, and this topic is, is really... It's one of those... It's, it's, the, the political debates really does uh, uh, sparse up a lot of feelings. It really does. And... It's just unfortunate that there are people who are going to come away from these debates without a true uh, decision of who they really want to go after. There are people who are going to come out of these debates just un- still unclear. So my hope is that you all go back, watch the first Me two. Me, one de- of them. <laughs> yeah, go back and rewatch the first two debates. Watch the two town halls. And there's another debate coming up uh, pretty soon here. Um, it's actually uh, uh, next week based on when we're recording this. Go watch the third, the, the second debate, which should have been the third one, but it will be the second debate. And really just see if you can come away with something, you know, and, and, and let's think about realistically where we are, where we want to go. 
And 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 as a just a public service announcement, because we I think this is our duty to do it because we are on air and we we are personalities. I must say, go vote. Everybody, no matter where you are, if you're eligible to vote, vote. If you're eligible to vote, vote. Right. It seems we have way too many feelings, which is okay because we should have feelings about this. This is about our livelihood. So send us a message. Our handles are in the description. Let us know how you feel about the presidential debates. We would love to hear your feedback. This has been a good one. I've been here with the lovely Miss Monroe and Shemaine Man Freddie, Freddie B. Shemaine for the one time, one time. <laughs> okay. Hey, and I'm yours truly, T Staples. And make sure you catch us next time when we have too many feelings. Peace. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on your auto insurance. That's a lot of money in just a few minutes. With savings like that, you could be lounging on an impractical amount of ornate and overpriced throw pillows you bought for your couch. But you won't, because you're better with money than that. That's why you're calling us in the first place. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Based on average nationwide annual savings survey data, July to December 2020. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Products not available in every state. During the colder months, it's often easier to see inside home windows from the outside, especially at night due to the lack of shading. And that makes it easier to let the bad guys know when to break in. I'm Shooter Stein, president of NCA, National Certified Alarms. We offer landline security alarm monitoring starting at just $9.95 a month and cellular monitoring starting at just $19.95 a month. Call us today at 615-777-7NCA or go online at nca.cc, license number 645.